Hello! Hello! I'm Rachel. I'm Hilda. And this is... It's quite cool. Let's talk Lord of the Rings. Welcome to the fourth episode. So crazy. We've been doing this for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know we can't say this enough, but I just want to thank everyone that's been listening, and it's been fun to talk to friends and get, you know, ideas and feedback, and mm-hmm. who knew that so many people would be into this. <laughs> I'm certainly shocked. <laughs> but we are just having fun. We truly are. We're literally just recording conversations we would be having anyways. Yeah. Conversations that we've probably already had before. <laughs> yes. Just talking about it again. You know, rehashing. Realizing new things. Yeah. Seeing things from different perspectives. Totally. It's great. It's been fun. Yeah. Cheers to that, Rachel. Cheers. What are we drinking tonight? I think you should tell everyone. Okay, I'll tell everyone. So this is um, a Christmas tree cocktail that me and this guy at Total Wine sort of came up with. Um, But it's essentially gin, pomegranate, mint simple syrup, a little lemon and lime. And then you garnish it with some cranberries and either a pine sprig or rosemary. It's really good. It's delicious. It's like... um, it's like Christmas time mm-hmm. in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of Christmas time, yes. I have a I have a gift here that Rachel has requested I open. I've been asking Hilda to open this gift since like thanks yeah. before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. I'm just so excited so about it. So it's just been it. sitting under her tree and now I'm going to open it. So here we go. Let's see what this I is. Hope she likes it. <laughs> I'm probably going to hate it so much. What is this? Oh my god! It's a copy of Clanlands. You don't have it yet. No, right? I don't okay. have it yet. Oh, I love it. This I, is so I exciting. Each one. You have one too. Yes. Okay, cool. We, we can, can we can read and discuss and nerd out over this now. Yes. That's so cool. For those of you who don't know, Clanlands is written by Sam Hewen and Graham McTavish, two actors that are both Scottish and are on the show Outlander that we truly love. It's another show, another thing we really enjoy. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. That's awesome. Merry Christmas. I love it. Thanks. That's a fun gift. We'll have to, yeah. I haven't started reading it yet. Okay, we'll have to start reading it and we can discuss. We'll just like start another podcast about this book. Because we're experts on the Highlands of Scotland. (laughs) Yes, you know. (laughs) We'll have a bonus episode where we just, we read the book to each other. Oh my God. (laughs) And then Sam Hewen will be a surprise guest. You know what? That would be, like, too much. I think my head would explode. I would probably, too. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to read straight. If Sam Hewen was sitting in the room, I'd be, like, really distracted. I would make him read it to me. Yeah. Makes more sense. So then we'll put on the audiobook. Yeah. Get a cut out of him. And pretend that he's reading. Done. Got it. Perfect. Plan made. (laughs) Well, anyways. Back to Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Back to Lord of the Rings. Segway. I don't know how to segue that. Um... Yeah, so we were talking about what we wanted to talk about tonight, and it actually came out of, we hinted at it last week a little bit, but we really wanted to dive into the character of Eowyn. Yes. Who is, like, one of the few and only badass females in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, she's always been a favorite character of mine. Um, I think 
a lot of it is because she is one of the few women that mm-hmm. is, you know, a main character in these movies. Um, How many women are in Lord of the Rings? Galadriel, Arwen, Eowyn. Uh, Those are the only women that speak. Yeah. Oh, Rosie. Rosie. Ah, uh, man. Is that can't be it? That can't I be it. I think it is. Oh, Frida's mom. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> Frida, Frida. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> okay, she has a line. True. She does. She speaks. And the little girl. What does and she say girl. again? She's mommy, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for the for the time period that this is supposed to take place. Yeah. You can understand why the roles of women are fewer. I mean, it's a fictional it's still, time yes. period, and it still but, sucks. But at least, yeah. at least the women we got were pretty strong and very like. Very opinionated and totally. and, and leaders yes. in their own way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We could. I mean, we will talk about the, the others, other women. Yeah. But like Galadriel, like her husband is like a trophy husband yep. in my opinion. <laughs> like yeah. She, you know, she's a ring bearer. Yes. Um, Arwen essentially chooses mortal life mm-hmm. to be with Aragorn. Yeah. And like, and yeah, Eowyn. Um, I mean, when when Tolkien was creating this, I think it was culturally, like, I mean, we talked about this earlier, but um, Eowyn was kind of a progressive character Mm -hmm. in my, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree with that because she, she definitely lived in a time where it was, um, you know, women did have their, like, place in society and did not break out of that really. And and I think Eowyn is the best example of fighting mm-hmm. against that. Yeah. Because um, her, what she wants is more intensely out of the norm. Yeah. For what a woman's life should look like in the time. Totally. So... Should we give some backstory on her just for people that... That's a great idea. Okay. So, (laughs) for people that haven't seen Lord of the Rings or you need a refresher, Eowyn lives in Rohan. Um, She is a woman, um, so not an elf. She is the niece of King Theoden. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of the introduction we get to her, she's pretty, like stoic and Mm -hmm. but like sad she has like a sadness about her um the situation that's happening is like when Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli go to Rohan and meet her um her cousin just died so Theoden's son um her brother her brother was just outcast right he was banished he was banished Oh, he was with banished the rest before of the, they got yes, there. That's with the right. rest of the Rohirrim. Like, it was yeah. a, whole, a whole group of them that were banished. Yeah. So when we see her, I mean, she's very alone. Mm-hmm. Theoden is, like, gone. Yes. Shell, and she's being preyed upon by, by Wormtongue. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of grief. There's a lot of sadness. There's mm-hmm. a lot of loneliness. And there's a lot of... Uh, 
Isolation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think she... And especially because Theoden being in the situation he's Mm -hmm. in, she really has no one. Yeah. Because he's physically there, but he is mentally and emotionally, like, taken over by Saruman. So Mm -hmm. there's, you know, she she really is fending for herself. Yeah. And I, I think her biggest struggle that we see kind of throughout her arc is feeling misunderstood and feeling kind of alone or like not seen for the strength Mm -hmm. that she has. And even Grima, there's like a cool scene where he kind of starts to try to like whisper stuff to her and she stands up to him and your words are poison. (laughs) Yes. She like runs out of there. Um, But yeah, like we get to see how she's like fighting the system, which I respect a lot. I think when I first watched the movies, I didn't like her as much initially. When I saw the two towers for the first mm-hmm. time, I was kind of like, "This person, she's a little lame, is annoying." Uh, her and Argor, her, her trying to get Argorn to like her was annoying to yes. me. Yes, and that's because we didn't know yet where she goes mm-hmm. in the third one. Yes. And once you see that, that's when you realize that, like, the yeah. full story, yeah. come, you know, you get the entire picture of who she is. And yeah. then she also, she also gets stronger and evolves more. Totally. But, yeah, just in two, just in two towers, you get a glimpse mm-hmm. of what she's capable of, but yeah. you don't, you don't see it follow through all the mm-hmm. way. And there's also that element of she is trying to get Aragorn's attention and, like, mm-hmm. wants him to like her. And we, as the audience, are like, but no, there's Arwen and yeah. she's, gonna, she's gonna die for you and yeah. be immortal for you. Like, you can't... Yeah. You can't be tempted by this other woman. Yeah. Like, it's... When we know that that's not something that happens, I think that you look at her and Aragorn a little mm-hmm. bit differently. You know, they both stand strong in their convictions of what they want for themselves. Yeah. At the end of the day. Totally. And you respect her more for that as yeah. well. Also, Arborn is, like, significantly older than her. hmm <laughs> Although he doesn't look it. He, like, rode with her dad, right? Or her grandpa? Something like that, yeah. It was insane. He's I think that's in an extended It's an extended scene. scene yeah. When she the makes soup. the bad soup. Guys, extended edition is the way to go. Yeah. We yeah. learned that Eowyn is a terrible cook. Mm-hmm. And we also learned that Aragorn is... Is it 87? I should know I this. think 87, yeah. 83, 87. Um, so, yeah, he's... Because he's a, a Numenorean. Yeah. He has long life. Um, but anyways. Aomer and Theoden both kind of... Brush her off. Essentially trash on her. Yeah. <laughs> and are like... Yeah. Um, you know, this is not your place, and... And, and she experiences that in the two towers, like, before Helm's Deep, um, you know, they're telling her to, like, protect the women and children, and she's like, no, I want to fight. I want to be with the people I love. Um, and re-watching it now, like, not being a little kid, like, I, res- I just respect that so much more, mm-hmm. and, and I, like, I, f- I feel that. Like, it sucks feeling like people don't see the strength in you or like don't see that you're capable of mm-hmm. something literally because you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or a woman. Like it's just 
that's such an unfair thing. Mm-hmm. And and I will say, like, Ar- I think Aragorn does see that in her, and I think that's why she is attracted Yeah, to that him. scene in the hall when she gets the sword out and he yeah. kind of does a little bit of, like, sparring with her. Mm-hmm. And he he realizes that she can she can hold her ground yeah. and he even makes a comment about that mm-hmm. that you know you know what you're doing yeah and i think that he was he genuinely expressed that mm-hmm. and she felt that he was being genuine about yeah. that and that's a moment that i definitely feel like you as the audience see her connect with interest mm-hmm. like with aragorn and become like fascinated by him and yeah. more than just like a you know who is this person but, totally you know, want to get to know him and then you see her like trying to you know, walking next to him and yeah you know, they have their small talk and their banter so and it is I think a lot of it is because of how he notices yeah. her not because she's a pretty girl totally but because she is a capable fighter yeah and because she has like that fire in her and mm-hmm. he expresses that and she appreciates it yeah and when you're starved for for being seen in that way, when someone does notice you, and he didn't notice her in a romantic way. No. I think... But he noticed her for something she wanted to be noticed for. Yes. Which is really cool. Yeah. Like, I... It's cool to see that play out. Um, and even though they don't end up together, you know, I think it happened the way it was supposed to happen. For sure. Yeah, and I it even even could have been that him him expressing those things to her and and him having these conversations mm-hmm. with her gave her some of that confidence that she mm-hmm. maybe needed that she wasn't getting from her uncle and her brother yeah. and gave her that extra element of believing in herself. Yeah. Enough where she did sneak into battle mm-hmm. to fight with everyone. She didn't say, oh, okay, I think I'm ready, but maybe I'm not because, you know, Theoden and, and Aeromer are telling me I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. But having that confidence from mm-hmm. Aragorn pushed her to that point yeah. where she's like, no, you know what, I'm just, then I'm just going to show up. Yeah. Well, and he kind of rejects her, though. At, so right before she does leave, remember, he goes under the mountain mm-hmm. and she's like let me come with you mm-hmm. well not rejects her but he I think kind of he I, I feel like that wasn't as much about her as it was about where they were going and what he was he gonna needed do. to fulfill his yes duty. and I think for him he would have done that by himself yeah and he could have done that by himself yeah but he realized that Legolas and Gimli are not going to let him go yeah. by himself. And he was like, okay, we're like crunched for time. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you guys. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But with Eowyn, it was different. And he, I think part of it was he knew what he needed to do. He had a mission to accomplish. Yeah. And he's like, I don't, I can't have too many like well, bystanders. He, for sure. You know. Doesn't he say, cause she makes a comment like, I want to go. With the one I love. And he said, It is but a shadow and a thought that you love. I cannot give you what you seek. I have wished you joy since first I saw you. And then he leaves. See, I don't... I don't see that I mean, as it's like not a rejection. rejection. I think that that is... But he's, he's, he's stating like, 
you think you love, mm-hmm. or I don't know. I think I think he's trying to like express that like he can't give her what she wants. Yes, and he. I feel like saying it like that is is putting it in a really sensitive way because yeah. he's basically saying, "I'm the one that can't give yes. you what you want and what you deserve." Totally not. I don't like you, I yes. don't respect you, I, you know, I don't want you to feel yeah. this way. He's basically saying, you, what you're looking for, I can't give yeah. it to you. Which then I think catalyzes her to go decide the next morning to ride with. Right. Because I I think the, the she also sees that it's going to be up to her mm-hmm. to fulfill whatever it is that she wants for herself. She can't find it within anybody else. And yeah. the way he words that expresses exactly mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And maybe it helped her realize or maybe it it was something that she, you know, when by hearing that she mm-hmm. thought, "Okay, then how am I going to what am I going to do for yeah. myself that is going to fulfill my destiny?" Yeah. Aside from anybody else. And mm-hmm. for her, that was riding into battle with everybody yeah. else. Which, now that we're here, we should yeah. talk about the most famous scene with Eowyn. Yes. And the Witch King of Angmar. Now, <clears throat> before we go into all the details, because this is such a good scene. Yeah. Do you think she knew about this loophole technicality? No way. Or she was like... I'm just gonna wing it. No, she had no idea. How could she? But she was like, she was brave enough to just stand in front of him. True. I think probably because she didn't know. I'm sure. I wonder if the if anyone from Rohan ever experienced ring rates. Like, like was the lore around them common? Was it common knowledge? Did they even know that they couldn't be like, killed by she, a man? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think, I mean, looking back at just the movies, we never see ring wraiths around Rohan. No. They don't really talk much about them either. They pretty much just hang out (laughs) in Mordor. Yes. Or... Minas Morgul. Minas Morgul, that's right. So the Morgul Vale. So so they're basically... The ring wraiths just hang out in Minas Morgul. Yes. And, I mean, when they were in the Shire, that was a big deal because they hadn't come out that far. So... All of that to say, I don't... I think she had no idea. Also, if I was in her shoes... I mean, that whole battle... I think they all went into it... They went into that knowing, like, I'm probably gonna die. I'm pretty sure any battle anyone goes into, they go into it with an idea that they will they might die. I mean, I suppose so. But, like, <laughs> this is, like... <clears throat> An impossible situation. I mean, Theoden, right. <laughs> Theoden's like, I only have, what is it, 6,000 yeah. spe- uh, yeah. spears? Yeah. Um, it just made me Less think than of half the that I hoped for. <laughs> yes. But, like, so I think they know. They're, like, going in, you know, right. to a rough situation. Um, but I, yeah, so let's kind of break down that scene mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, so a lot of stuff. So first... The ring race shows up on the fell beast, which is like a giant winged 
dragon. Dragon creature. Not a dragon. It's kind of like a like a Loch Ness monster, but with wings. <laughs> with wings. That's what it looks That's like. That's a really to me. good description. <laughs> but um, so Theoden, it grabs Theoden on his horse and like tosses him, and the horse falls on Theoden. Mm-hmm. So Eowyn is watching her uncle, who's really been like a father to her, get crushed by his own horse. Really sad. And for someone from Rohan, that's a big deal because their horses are like everything. <laughs> totally. It would be like your dog... Eating you. Eating you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gnarly. But yeah, like, it, so, so she's witnessing this, and out of that, she acts... And, and so she walks over and chops the Felby's head off, which is super intense, in, like, two swipes. Yeah. Uh, which I don't feel like really that would happen. Amazingly sharp sword yes. for that to be possible. That was insane. To, for that to, like, cut through it was all two. the flesh and bone. She, like, like, hacks it twice. Yeah. And oh. the whole head just comes off. Maybe she got between, like, a vertebrae or something. I mean. But it's, in, it's a pretty it's impressive. Yes. So then... The ring wraith. I love them giving a play-by-play of this scene. Mm-hmm. I can like visualize it in my Me head too. because it's so epic. It's so good. But essentially, the ring wraith jumps down, pulls out this giant mace. That's what it's called, right? I think so. The one with the stick, and then like a like a chain with a hangy sharp yeah. ball at the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So then he starts like tossing that around, hits her in the arm, and then her shield. Her shield breaks, and it hits her arm, which, like, shatters her arm. In the book, and I guess they kind of talk about in the in the movie, but it's kind of similar to, like, Frodo getting stabbed. It's the same effect, mm-hmm. like, on her arm. So she can't use her arm. Um, Mary shows up, and he ends up... So, actually, sorry, pause a second. The ring wraith starts talking to her. What is she? Oh my gosh! The, that's before where he like talks about what a, like how all of them are fools for trying yes. to you know they're not going to win this battle. Like he's yeah. basically like trash talking her. He's yes. psyching her out, and she's still. It's not evident that she's a woman yet. Exactly. She has her helmet on. So then she stands up, pulls off her helmet because he says, "No man, no can man kill can me. kill me." And then she says, "I am no man." And she lifts her sword, and at the same moment, Mary stabs the ring wraith in the shit, like, or the calf? Something, like, on the foot area. Yeah, and then she shoves her sword in his face. Yep. Which is, like, a black hole, yes. and then he, like, spawn- his are His literally armor, combusts. like, really, like, it, it's, like, the opposite of combusts. Because his it armor, implodes. it's, like, getting it suctioned into itself. It's almost like... Like when you get one of those um, bags where you put clothes in and then you like vacuum it out oh, and like totally. everything like sucks into it. Yeah. That's what happens, but yes. like to his face. face. <laughs> yeah. And then he just like. And then, and again. then at some point it's like this burst of energy yes. and like, they, like everyone fall back. falls back. Yeah. So when Mary stabs him too, it also affects yes. his arm. Yes. So. Yeah, but, like, the most... And I think the blade that he's holding... The blade, like, disintegrates, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that scene is really, like, the most, I think, progressive scene of... that The fact that Tolkien wrote this, and, like, one of the most evil creatures could only be killed 
by a woman mm-hmm. is amazing to me. I agree. Yeah. And it was and, such a, a good twist, you know? And to think that the underlying reason that that would be the choice made mm-hmm. is because there could be, no one could fathom that a woman could do this. Yeah. Which is like, why should this be this creature's only yeah. weakness? Because it is such a rare it's the arrogance, arrogance of exactly. Sauron, Exactly. It reminds me... It all goes me, back to Sauron doesn't have yes, friends. Yes. He doesn't have friends yes. to tell him, like, bro... No, he doesn't. You made a bad decision I in s- the way that yep. you created this system. I see parallels to Voldemort in that same res- mm, in that same regard. Mm-hmm. Another thing that was stolen from other elements of literature, I feel, that, yeah. you know, seeing beings that you think are lesser than you Mm -hmm. as having no influence or impact like how Voldemort thinks about the house elves and how like you know with everything with Creature and Dobby and like how those characters played such a big role I see that parallel Hmm. as a what will be the weakness of this evil entity potentially the under like underestimating yeah someone that you believe to be lesser mm-hmm. than you and then ultimately that's your downfall yeah so i mean that's that's there's many things from harry potter that are stolen from all sorts of places yeah. but i remember that was something that i saw as a parallel between the two of them of like yeah you know what you you fell because mm-hmm. you thought that there's no way yeah that this person can yes. defeat me and it totally redeemed her storyline like i for all the struggle that she has in trying to be seen and, like, seen for who she really is, it's so satisfying mm-hmm. that, she, you know, she experiences that. And it's kind of funny that it's only Mary. Like, no one else really witnesses well, that. Well, no. Right? is still alive at that point. I mean... And they have, like, a brief conversation. True. And some of the things he says to her are very touching. That is true. So I, I guess that is, like, a nice conclusion. Yeah. But, I mean, like, no one else saw it. No. Mary's like, I swear, guys, I swear she did it. <laughs> You're like, nah, we nah, did. it didn't happen. It was me and Eowyn, and everyone's like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Could yeah. You, could you imagine? That would be so The conversation sad. the next day around the table. Yeah. The two of them were just like, we, we promise that's what He's happened. Like, Dude, she like I swear hacked. on the precious. She, oh my gosh. She like hacked on the net, on the fell beast's neck twice and it, the head fell off. Everyone's like, like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. And then Legolas is like, only I could do that. Seriously. <laughs> and I could do it with my arrow. And Gimli would be like, it still only counts as one. <laughs> yes. But... Yeah, it is. No, you're right. That scene with Theoden, it's so sad, but it's so sweet that they kind of, he does see her. Yeah. Is that when he's, no, I was thinking of the line when he's like, I know your face, but that's. That's when he that's comes, when out, he of comes the out of the trance. Yeah. But. Yeah, that was, that was really a very, like a very touching and emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And. I also saw it as this really beautiful transition of leadership, mm. potentially, for yeah. Rohan. Yeah. Because you know that someone's going to have to step in. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he lost... Theoden is now dead. Yeah. His son has been dead. And Aomer, okay. Aomer, I feel like, is a leader in a different way. 
I think I he, feel like he is the one that takes over, though. Well, yeah, but you think he would not get his sister to help? Like, I feel like there would yeah. be some sort of a... Because of what she did with the ring wraith, mm-hmm. I feel like there would be some mutual understanding yeah. of, like, giving her some sort of ownership over that. Yeah. And I feel like Rohan would be a place that... Yeah, Aomer I, I would ultimately be be you know the king or whatever Mm -hmm. but i feel like she earned her place well i thought of it i just thought more because she ends up with far with faramir yeah but also who also yeah well yeah in a way like loses his (laughs) position yeah but i feel like aragorn would still keep him on as a steward that's a good i i haven't thought about that what do you think? A- so, so we talked about this last week. Yeah. But essentially, what happens is Aowen and Mary both have to go to the like it's called the House of Healing, and Aragorn. Like in the movie, they show Aragorn. Um, I feel like someone else comes, but in the book, but Aragorn comes and like uses Elvish magic mm-hmm. to heal them, um, and that's how she meets Faramir. Yeah, that was briefly touched upon. In the extended version, like, you mm-hmm. see them in this place, but yeah. it's not, like, super clear. For sure. Um, which is, a, a, why in, why the book is worth reading, in my opinion, is it delves into things that, you know, mm-hmm. get touched on very briefly, but, um, it is beautiful to kind of read about how they, like, found each yeah. other. And again, it's, as we talked about last week, like, Faramir felt misunderstood in a lot of the same ways that yeah. she did, and that's probably what connected them. Mm-hmm. But where do you think they ended up? Where do you think she ended up? Um, I feel like I feel like she ended up with Faramir in Minas Tirith. Mm-hmm. I think they stay there. But I'd like to think that there would be some form of like communication between or maybe even a Maybe even that marriage would create an like a alliance, hmm. a stronger alliance between Gond- Rohan yeah. and Gondor. Yeah, and um, especially because we I hear exactly. I was just gonna say that because we have this whole like backstory of Theoden having such hostility against yeah. Gondor, and then Eowyn ends up with a son of Gondor. Yeah. and I mean, I just think that that would create this alliance that the two didn't have Mm -hmm. and going back to Aomer respecting Eowyn as a leader and as someone with valuable insight yeah and her position in Gondor Mm -hmm. would create this great uh opportunity for the two to like communicate with each other Mm -hmm. and maybe have some uh you know different kind of relationship in middle earth where you yeah. know, they like bring more prosperity to everybody because like Gondor and <laughs> yeah and uh Rohan are friends now. Yeah. I'm I I I wish we had more It's so interesting to think about like what life would look like after all of those events. It's like the only thing we don't have more information yeah. on. Yeah. Like to be how honest. would you how would you go from killing yeah. a ring wraith to just like Normal life. Normal life. It would be really interesting. It would be... It would probably be boring from, like, a story perspective, but I'm curious. You know what? I honestly don't think it would be. Yeah. It's kind of like the Harry Potter epilogue. Mm. 
where it's like, you know, 19 years later. Yeah. But I would want so much more than just a scene like that for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because I feel like there's... Because if you think about it, so many things change. And yeah. we really only see it briefly mm-hmm. in the Shire when, yeah. like, all the hobbits are back in the Shire and you yeah. see kind of what their life may be yeah. like. We have the six endings of Return of the King. Yes, the six endings. Are. One of them being you seeing that Sam gets married and yeah. you know, all the hobbits are back yeah. together and just before Frodo leaves. Yeah. That's really the only... Which, again, the actually, the, the ending of the book has a whole nother war. Oh. Because they go back to the Shire... And Saruman right. and Grima are both there. So in the movies, it's out of order. But essentially, like, Saruman, there's... there's well, because Saruman dies in the movies. Yeah, so he dies... Yeah. The way he dies in the movies is the way he dies in the books, but at the wrong okay, okay. spot. Okay. It makes sense the way they did that. For sure. I can for them to, yeah. For all that of that to it. happen, and then they yes. go back to the, the you, Shire, and it's like, you, what the F? Can you imagine... All we, the times we thought the we movie was over. Saruman. <laughs> and freaking Saruman is still alive and he's taking over the Shire. It's like yeah. after a four hour movie. Just kidding. Yeah. 45 minutes another 45 more. minutes. Yeah. yeah uh, that was definitely a wise uh, artistic True. choice. <laughs> it definitely makes more sense with the arc of the movies. Yeah. I would agree with that. But. Which I know this is a tangent. But. The circling back to this idea of. How much fun would it have been to know more about what Eowyn's life would be like yeah. afterwards? Because you can't imagine that anyone would treat her any other way than like a fierce warrior yeah. after what she did. Yeah. So every how we've seen her mm-hmm. be treated, yeah. it can't be how people treat her yeah. again. So it would have been really cool to see after proving herself to that mm-hmm. degree. Yeah what her life would have looked like. Totally. It would have been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so satisfying. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what if? I As know. if there isn't enough Lord of the Rings material already. It's true. And now here we are hoping there was more. Yeah. No, it's just, I mean, it's just interesting to think about what her life would, how you would come down from the high of that and then live normal life, you know? Yeah, because when you really think about it, of all of the main characters mm-hmm. and, like, members of the Fellowship, mm-hmm. Aragorn's really only one that gets to the end of this journey mm-hmm. and kind of continues up on a high. Yeah, I mean, we know from, like, the prophecy, or from the, the vision that Arwen has that they have a kid. Mm-hmm. He's he king now. Alive. He's the king. So everyone else kind of goes to this quiet life before you know, before the fellowship. Yeah. And Aragorn's entire life changes. So does that happen for Eowyn too? Mm -hmm. Like, is it, does it revert back to like a pre I've killed the Ringwraith life? (laughs) Or is it something different? Yeah. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never find out. There is one thing I wanted to mention. Yes. About a favorite scene of mine with Eowyn. It's so brief, it's so simple, but I've always loved it so much. That scene where she bursts out of the doors 
at the at like that big yeah. hall of Rohan and goes out onto that landing mm-hmm. and the wind just like blows her, her dress, dress and her hair and everything and then it like pans out to the flag falling oh and then like so then symbolic. you see like she sees Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli like riding mm-hmm. towards them from a distance there's just so much symbolism mm-hmm. in that scene because yeah. she's just left knowing that her cousin has died, mm-hmm. her brother is banished, yeah. and she, like, walks out into this open air just to, like, take a breath mm-hmm. and try to recenter herself. Yeah. And she sees these people riding towards mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing Gandalf and all, mm-hmm. the, you know, all of them coming yeah. basically to, like, rescue them from yeah. the situation they're in. Yeah. And then, yeah, that flag falling, it's... The first time I watched it, I saw it as symbolizing the fall of Rohan. Mm -hmm. But it's more like this... Because it falls towards Aragorn, Mm -hmm. and, like, towards the four of them riding up, it's almost as if they were, like, come help us. Like, Mm -hmm. Rohan needs you. That's interesting. And that's like when I watched it, when I've rewatched it, that's that's how I see it. Mm. And I don't know, there's something just about the way she stands there and like the wind is blowing. Yeah. It's just such a beautiful scene and I think that it really I don't know, I think it's a really cool moment for her to just stand there alone, but then have these people coming towards her yeah. in the distance that really kind of change the entire trajectory of mm-hmm. where their people are going. True. We totally also didn't talk about when she sings. Yeah. At the funeral. Yeah, that's an extended also. Yeah. Was that really her singing? It the sounded actress? like it. It was like in the I mean it's language. not like it's it's not the most like amazing. <laughs> it's just it is But it's, it's very moving. Yeah, it's very it's moving. like a very emotional mm-hmm. scene because they're burying her cousin, mm-hmm. Theodred. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally cut in the theatrical um, it's at the part. It cuts it's right. To, yeah, it cuts it's just to and the, Gandalf, and they're just in front of the tomb. And they're looking at the flowers. Yeah. yeah, but this is a whole scene before. Yeah, so again, giving her this central role. In, well, and she just starts singing. Yeah. Yes. Like she and just she, decides, like I'm gonna. Yeah. Declare this. But it's uh, yeah, it is really moving, and it also it's it's one of the moments where you see her asserting her dominance Mm -hmm. and leadership in a way that wisely is appropriate for her like no one's like stop singing you know it is it's an it's a beautiful touching thing that she's doing but also she's like taking ownership of that moment Mm -hmm. so many hidden gems i know so in conclusion i mean aon is pretty badass she is she's one of the The coolest characters. Miranda Otto. Yes. Welcome to LordOfTheRings.net. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I used to refresh that page so I could hear all of the actors say that. Do you remember how we used to do that together and we'd be like, who's going to be next? And we'd like bet on who's going to be the next one. We're like, it hasn't been Gimli in a while. It's going to be him. (laughs) Guys, this is how uh, young people in the early... 2000s entertain themselves. I think we need to amend that and say this is how Hilda and Rachel (laughs) entertained themselves in the early 2000s. There were so many good Lord of the Rings websites. Oh yeah. 
LordoftheRings.net was the best one. It though. was. It really was. Yeah. To get, I can still hear the the sound that it yes. made when it loaded up. Yes. And it was like this this like synthesized sound. Yeah. And then it'd be like, "Hi, this is Elijah Wood. Yeah. Welcome to, to LordoftheRings.net." <laughs> Everyone had like a different inflection. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. It was so good. It was the best. Second, second to that though, Lord of the Peeps. Yeah. It still exists online. I know. That's a you good one, too. You should go look, look it up. Also, Lord of the Beans. The Flatulence oh. of the Ring. <laughs> the Veggie Tales? The Toot Hours. No. Oh, we made these And up. The Return of the Bean. No, these are the ones on YouTube where it's like literally fart noises. Oh, my god. Are gosh. put into I scenes. I forgot about this. So, like, the scene where, like, Frodo gets stabbed by the blade mm-hmm. and his eyes are, like, rolling the back of his head. It's like him farting. Oh, it's farting. the farting sound. <laughs> yes. No, but they also made a Veggie Tales. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. Lord of the Beans. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. There's so much... Good, yeah, good internet. That's content. how I know a lot of the names of the actors from Lord of the Rings.net. Okay. So that's the only reason why I know her name is Miranda Otto. Yeah. Because we refreshed and refreshed and refreshed and like literally got all of their names. Yes. Hello, I'm Christopher Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, to Lord of the Rings.net. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's so good. Whoa. Yeah. Even Peter Jackson had one. Did I mean, he, I, just, he wasn't an actor just, in the like, movies, mumble? but like, yeah. Hi, this is Peter Jackson. Welcome to Lord of the Rings.net. <laughs> it's so it hard to understand super quick. Him. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, there we go. Yeah. Eowyn and all her glory. She really is, really is fantastic. Yeah. One of, I mean, I love all the women in Lord of the Rings, but she's probably. She's, she gets them, I think that she gets the most screen time, right? And I feel like her story is the most, like, for a female, it's the most significant. For sure. I mean, Arwen, Galadriel, yeah, they have their, yeah. they have their moments, too. But hers is really central to, yeah. to... And she's, like, a woman. She doesn't have, like, a magical power about her. Yeah, she's a normal lady. Yeah. Totally. Eowyn rocks. Eowyn Conclusion. does rock. She's Concluded. the best. Decision made. She's yes. awesome. Well... Yeah, we need a gavel. Yeah. Clock it out. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Not this mic, but... <clears throat> no. We dro- <laughs> we dropped a proverbial mic, and yeah. Should we call anyone? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have anyone handy to call? Maybe. Should we call someone out of the blue? Why not? Dude, no, you're on my podcast. Oh, I'm on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, do you have any comments? Oh, hey, everybody, this is Eddie. You're, you're being recorded. We're in a bar and it's loud. What was that? Oh, I was telling everyone that your name is Eddie, and I'm calling That's you. Me. because and I have. John. Oh, John! And Eddie. And John. <laughs> and Hilda. <laughs> and Rachel. And Julia. Oh, and Julia. Julia. Hey. Okay. Hey, Eddie. Hey, so- I hear it's quite cool in Fullerton right now. It's cool. <laughs> It's it even is- more cool because we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So we're calling... And my axe. <laughs> <laughs> we're calling... Uh, so we just talked a ton about Eowyn. Do you know who that is? 
that who? Eowyn. Is that the the dude who's played by the guy who plays Mr. Smith? No. No, that's Elrond. Elrond. No, Eowyn is a girl. Oh, she's the one who's, uh, uh, she's like, I passed the test, right? No, that's Galadriel. <laughs> no, Eowyn that is, Galadriel. Eowyn is in Rohan. She kills the, the Ringwraith, the Witch King of Angmar. Uh, bro, what, which episode? Oh, you haven't watched the third one yet, huh? I haven't seen the third one. Thanks for the spoiler. I don't know if it's a spoiler. Oh, no. I, I still haven't finished the first extended. I'm almost done with it. Oh, shoot. Why did I call you? <laughs> call me next episode. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is, does John have anything to say? Wait, this is this is the uh, the Witch King killer? Yeah. She seems cool. <laughs> Do you consent to being on our podcast? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, but put us on the next one. Okay. I'll also put you on the next one. We won't be one. in a bar. <laughs> Aw. Well, I love you guys. We all love you, too. I'll talk to you later. Gosh, I wish that you were here. Oh, I know. We'll do it again. Good to hear from you, too, Hilda. All right. Nice to hear from you guys. Thanks for uh, the feedback. <laughs> Wait, who's talking about Frodo? Gimli, or Jimlo, Ghibli, Studio Sebo, R2, R2, Oh my gosh. Okay, well, have fun. Drive safe. Yeah. I made a force be with you. Make good choices. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh my gosh. Uh, thanks again for listening, guys. I yeah. hope you liked this uh, ramble about Aon. Yeah, thank- among other things. <laughs> thank you for supporting our little podcast and um, yeah, geeking out over Lord yeah. of the Rings with us. I am gonna give a little shout out to one of my dearest friends, Zahar, who is probably the person who is the most excited about listening to this. <laughs> Hey Zahar, thanks yes, for Yes, we love you. We love you. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Make sure that you subscribe, that you smash that like <laughs> button, that you write glowing reviews about how great Hilda and I are. And, Anytime, we you welcome know, it. Just write them all, write all the reviews. Help us get to number one. That's our only goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's having the most popular podcast of all time. We love all of you guys. Thanks for listening. And oh, and Merry Christmas. Yes. We'll, see, we'll be back in the new year. Yes. I think we'll be, that, that is correct, back in the new year, and we'll have some special treats planned. Yeah. Ooh. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> this has been, it's quite cool. Let's talk Lord of the Rings. Namare. Bye. <laughs>